0: Shalom to all. Today's daf is Shabbos, Salmach, Gimel, we're starting seven lines from the top at the Mishnah. The Mishnah says, A man may not go out with a sword, not with a bow, not with a shield, not with a shield, the Gemara is going to explain what that is, not with a spear, if he goes out, he's not with a spear, it's says, with a loy. these are just ornaments for him, of course he's allowed to go out with it on Shabbos. This is just a disgrace for him. Shonemar the Pasuk says, and they're going to beat their swords into plows, and their spears into pruning shears, and one nation will not raise a sword upon another nation, and one will not learn war from another, meaning we will not have these things, and so it's not considered an ornament, it's just a disgrace. Biris, which is a garter, and the Gemara is going to discuss this, is not toma. and one may go out with an on Shabbos, these are leg chains, Temeim, the Armicable Tomb of Ain Yitzhak, Abraham, and Shabbos, one may not go out with it on Shabbos. Says the Gemara, my, be Allah. What's an Allah? Kulfa, it's a mace. Not the spray thing that you spray in someone's eyes to get away from you, but it's referring to a club that has a metal ball with sharp protrusions poking out the top. It was some sort of weapon used in war. Rebbe Lezer, loy, Rebbe Lezer had said, these types of things are not ornaments for a person. Tanya, there's a brysa. Lezer, the chum had said Lezer, this is just really expounding on their response to him in the Mishnah. If it's really an ornament for him, Mashiach, why will these things be eliminated when Mashiach comes? As we had the possibility. That was quoted in the Mishnah that says everyone's going to take their sword and make it into a plow. Amr responds to them: Lefisha ein It's just because we're not going to need them at all. Shemir says in the pasuk: Lo No nation is going to raise a sword onto another nation, so we're not going to need it. But it doesn't mean that it's not considered an ornament. The Gemara asks: V'tahav So then, why won't we use it in the future, in the times of Mashiach, as an ornament? Why will I use it as a plowshare if it's considered an ornament? I should still use it even if I don't need it for war. So the Gemara answers: a a it's just like a lamp in daylight, the same way that if you light a lamp in broad daylight, it's not going to help you at all. So too, there's no use in having a sword or a spear as an ornament at a time when no one's going to need it. However, at a time when we do use weapons, there are considered ornaments to go out with them. We'll the Shmuel, and this is not like Shmuel that says that we still need weapons. Mashiach. says, There's no difference between nowadays and when Mashiach is going to come, except for our subjugation to the other nations we're all going to be in Eretz Yisrael, and we won't be subject to any other nation's rules. However, those nations will continuously fight with each other, so they will need weapons. Shenemar says in the Pasuk, it will not seize a poor person from amongst the land, which means even be m-ashiach, people will still be poor. However, the Gemara says, Misayel bar-aba, the Chacham of our Mishnah, is like Rebchiyah Bar-Aba. Then Rebchiyah Bar-Aba, all the prophecies from the Nevi'im is really for Yomai's HaMashiach, and we will witness them. But regarding Olam Haba, and I has never seen it, except for you, Hashem, which means all the Nevi'im's prophecies were only prophesied regarding and we will witness everything that they spoke about. And some say that the discussion between Rebelezer and the Chammim went as follows. If it's really an ornament for him, why will they not be here at the times of Mashiach? As the Pasuk told us. We still need them for the times of Mashiach. And that is like Shmuel, and it's not like Ravchiyah bar Amrila Bail Ravdimi, Abbaya told her of Dimi, V Amrala of Avia, some say he told her of Avia, V Amrila Rev Yosef Dimi. some say it was Rev Yosef told her Dimi. Dimiv, Amrila of Avia, some say Rev Yosef told her of Avia, V Amrila a of Yosef, some say it was a bay telling Ravyosef. By time with Rebelezer, what's Rebelez's reasoning, Dharma Takshiton Haineloy, that says these weapons are considered a Takshit, an ornament for a person, the Possak tells us, Khagor Kharbucha al-Yorich Gibor, place your sword on your thigh. O mighty one. It is your glory and your splendor. That's talking about words of Torah, which means when a person has his Torah easily accessible, like a sword, anytime he's having a Torah discussion, he's able to easily access all the Torah in his mind, so then that's a glory and a splendor for him. The response was no. You never take a pasuk out of its simple understanding, so we could understand it that weapons are an ornament for a person. Amrav Kahan, Rav Kahan responded to him. I was 18 years old, and I finished all of Shas. And I didn't know the that you never take a pasuk out of its simple understanding until now, until you told me. The Gemara says, My 1. What halacha do we learn from that which Rav Kahan just told us? Ligmar inish, a person should first learn the simple understanding of something, the Hadr Lisper, and then delve into the deeper reasonings behind it. But you have to understand the Pashit basic understanding first. Amrabiya Umrabalazar. Shne Tamir Kahim, Tut Tamir Kachamim, ze halacha, they sharpen each other in halacha with their back and forth discussion. hakash barch will help them succeed. Shinamar says in the Pasuk, and with your splendor, tzlach you shall succeed. Don't say your splendor. You're sharpening. The ration, the dalit could be exchanged, so it means you're sharpening entire learning. Not only that, you'll be promoted to positions of greatness. Shemar says says, succeed, ride. And the continuation of the Pesach says, ride on powerful horses. Yahu, you might think I feel that this will happen even if a person is learning for ulterior motives. Tamaleimer, the Pasik tells us no, advar only for the sake of truth. And Yochel, him, Hingis Daito, you might think that this will happen if he's very arrogant about his Torah learning. Tam it says no, the and with righteous humility. The canon, if you learn Torah like this, you will be zaychat to that was given with the right hand. says your right hand will teach you awesome things. Rav Nachman Yitzchak Amar Zayich and the Dvarim Shemar will be meritorious to receive things that are said regarding the right side of Taira. Dama Rav Barshila vaAmri la Amar Rav Yisav Barchama Amar Rav Sheshes. May I chesiv? What's the understanding of the pasuk? Oyrech Yomimimina. In your right hand is the length of days. Bismila In your left hand, Oishav B'Chavid is honor and wealth. The Gemara asks. Ela B'Yomimina Oyrech Yomim Ika Oishav B'Chavid Leka. And your right hand there's only length of days and not. Wealth and honor, how could that be? If length of days is greater, so it must inc- be that included in the right hand is also Ay So we explain, Those who act with the right side towards Taira, A person will have length of days and for sure wealth and honor. The same way that the right hand performs things very skillfully, that means when a person looks at Tyra and he tries to analyze every single reason and understand it, to its truth and does this with humility, he'll receive all these brachas. However, the Gemara continues, Someone that treats it as if it's with his left hand, he learns it for ulterior motives, or he's haughty and he doesn't really pay attention to what he's learning. Then, eka," maybe he'll have wealth and honor, but yamim he will not have length of days. "Amrav Yirmiyah, Amrav Shem ben Lakish. Shnei tamenach chamim hanoechem zelazeb halacha tutei that are pleasant towards each other in halacha." Hakadosh Baruch Hu makes pays attention to them. says in the Pasik, "Az nidbaru Hashem." Those who fear. Hashem will speak and the puzzle continues with another and Hashem will listen to him. Ein dibur el anachas. Dibur means pleasantness. Shunemrit says in a different pasuk, Yad amim takhtenu, that Hashem will humble the nations underneath us. Yad is humble, which also means pleasant. Mayul what does this mean, which is the continuation of the pasuk? and those who think about his name, Amrav Ami, afilu mitzvah, even if a person thought about doing a mitzvah, venenas, and he was prevented against his will, Veloy asa, and he wasn't able to do it, Kilo asa, the pasuk considers him as if he did it, and he'll still receive some sort of reward. Amrav chinunabar idi, Ha esmets ve anyone that does a mitzvah like it is said meaning for its own sake ain mevaser nei rights they will not tell him of bad things shnebert says in the pusuk shomer mitzvah when the guards a mitzvah loyed davara he won't know anything bad amravasi vi temar khanina a philokashbar who gazukzer even va shem the a bad decree who humevatla this person that shemer mitzvah can cancel it shnebert says in the pusuk ba asher divrei melch sholtayn for the word of the king has authority umiyaymerloy who's going to tell him matase what are you doing vesamokhlei then the continuation, the pasuk says right afterwards, "Shemir mitzvah One that guards a mitzvah won't know anything bad, implying that one that does guard a mitzvah, he is able to tell Hashem what are you doing, meaning he can rescind this bad decree on him. That are listening to each other in halacha, which means that they're learning from each other and they're helping each other understand the Torah. Hashem is going to listen to their voices. Shneur says in the and Shira Shirim, baganim." Those that are dwelling in gardens, friends that are paying attention to your voice, let me hear it. And if they don't do so, they cause the shchina to leave. Shanimrat says in the Passock, flee, my beloved, and make yourself like a deer that you're running away. Amr Abba, Amr Hashem ben Shnei Tamei Nechamim, Hamad Zet laZeba Halacha. Two gather each other in Halacha. Lashen Mad Gilim is like a daga, like a flag, a banner which is raised that causes people to gather onto you. This is referring to people that don't have a Rebbe, so they all gather together and they say, even though we don't have a Rebbe, let's understand the Halacha. So, Hakadosh Baruch Hu, Hashem loves them. Shnei it says in the pasuk, Alai Ahava, and your banner is over me with love. Amr Rava, V'hu Diyadi Tsuras D'Shmeita. They have to know what the form of the subject is meaning they have to have a very basic understanding at least of what they're discussing and who the who rabba migmar migmurmene it also has to be that they don't have a rabbi in the city to learn from obviously if there's a rabbi in the city they have to go to him to learn from him Lending someone money is greater than giving him charity because that way you don't embarrass him. He does expect that he'll be able to pay you back one day. And someone who places money in a pocket to do business with, that's greater than all of them because that way you're teaching him a trade and he's able to earn a living respectively. And another halacha, Even if a Tamad Chacham takes revenge and bears a grudge like a snake, which means his... Midos are not very polished. Nonetheless, you should gird him to your loins, connect yourself to him, because you can learn so much from him. And even if you have an Amar Aretz, who's very pious, he's like a Al Hasid, don't live in his neighborhood, because since he's an Am Aretz, he doesn't really know how to be a chasid. He doesn't know all the proper Halachos and whatnot, and you're going to end up being influenced by his uncouth, unlearned ways. Amrav kahana amr shim in lakish va amrila amrav asi amr shim in lakish va amrila amrabi aba amr shim in lakish ko magado kalav rabasay anyone that raises a bad dog in his house mine khasam say he's preventing kindness from reaching his house meaning he frightens a poor person from coming to knock on his door for sadaqa so you can't bring kindness into your house chenever the pusuk says laMas. mas a dog, Samakim Lar on the top, Mere Ehu Chasid, will hold kindness back from his fellow. And Shekane, Belash, and Yvonne, in the Greek language, Kirin Lakelev, they call a dog, Lamos, a dog. And Ramnachama Yetzilkamer, he says, Af Parkamanu Yerush Shemaim, he even throws off Yeroshemaim from himself. Shinamur says, Viras Shaka he abandons the fear of his master. And now a story regarding a bad dog. There was a woman, she went into someone's house to bake, she was given permission to use their oven. The dog barked at her, she miscarried her child. The owner of the house told her, don't be afraid, I took out his fangs, for and I took out his claws, so he can't bite you or scratch you. She told him, yeah, Go take all your reassurances and throw them onto the thorns. They're not going to help me at all. Kvar valad. The child already moved means I already miscarried my child. People should be very careful if they have dogs. Amrav Huna, mayich what's pshat in the Pasuk? Smach bi'aldu secha. Rejoice, young man, in your childhood. And let your heart cheer you in the days of your youth. And go in the ways of your heart and sight of your eyes. But you should know Hashem will bring you to judgment in all these. So this seems contradictory. Are you allowed to do what you want, or are you not allowed to do what you want? So the Gemara says, Ad Kan Up until this last statement is the Yetzirah telling you, go follow your eyes, go do whatever you want. Mikan E'lach, From there and on, It's the Yetzirah telling you. But if you have listened to your Yetzirah, Hashem is going to bring you to judgment. says, Ad Kan Up until then, it's talking about Devei Taira. Follow your heart. Make sure that you understand exactly what Taira is talking about. Mikan the last statement of the Pasik is talking about the good deeds, which means you're going to be brought to judgment if you don't actually act upon all the Torah knowledge that you know and keep halacha properly. And now the Gemara continues explaining our Mishnah biris to we said a biris is not mikbel toma. Amrav Yehuda, biris zu etz ada. a biris is an armband. Musrav Yosef, he asks, biris to hair vi etz It's not mikbel toma and you can go out with it on Shabbos. Vilu etz ada. if it's an armband, tmehi, it's mikbel toma. So the Gemara says hachikamar, this is really what our Mishnah is saying. Biris tachas etz ader a biris is in place of an armband, an armband is worn on the arm and a bir- is a garter worn around the leg to hold up the stockings. Ravin Rav to They were sitting in front of Rav Yirmiyah. sitting he was dozing off. Yosef Ravin, Ravin was sitting. The Ka'amar and he said, ba'achas, a biris is worn on one thigh. Kabalim, which is the chains we had mentioned in our Mishnah it's worn on two thighs." Rav Huna, told him, both of them are worn on two thighs. Matil and shells you just simply place a chain in between these two things, Kabalim, then they become these things in the Mishnah called Kebalim. As the Gmar of Shall Shall Shabai Mana just by placing a chain in between these two things makes it into a Kayleigh that it can be Makabo Our Mishnah said that a kabalim are makabul but this beer is not makabo And makit him if you're gonna tell me kid Rashmobranakhmani that it's like Rosh Mobrana Khmani. How do we know that something that's metal, that's designed to produce sound? Shootame that it can be Mikabutoma. She says in the Pasak regarding clay midyan. Call Davarashir Anything that had through fire and our drusha is Afilu Dibur even something that produces sound could be makabotama So this these chains, these kibbalim, could be produce sound. So maybe they can be macabotama. So he says that can't be because Bishleim Ahasam over there in that it's referring to something that we need for its sound like a musical instrument the Kaavid Maisa and actually performs a task for us. But Hacha my Maisa Kaavid what task are these chains on these women's legs performing for us? Numara says no. Hacha Nami Maisa they do perform a task. The Amr Rabbah Baruchana Amr B'yechadon Mishpacha Achas Hayase B'Rushalayim there was a family in Yushalayim Sh'hayo B'Siyasein they had very large steps same and that which rendered them a B'Sula that membrane would fall out, and they were considered non-basula anymore. So aslam kavalam, they made these leg and they put a chain in between them so that they should not take large steps and this membrane wouldn't fall out. And that's why these are tomah, and you're not allowed to go with them on Shabbos because this chain was actually made out of gold and we're afraid that these young girls would take off this chain to show their friend this fancy thing that they have. Now listen to what happened at the end of this story. Rabbi Yirmiya now woke up from his slumber. He told him well said, that's a Great halacha of Rabbi Yehudan. That's what Rabbi Yehudan says. Also, that that's the reason why the kabbalim are makabel and the biris is not. And now a completely separate halacha. Dimi, when Rabbi came from Eretz Yisrael, am Rabbi Yehudan. He said in the name of Rabbi Echanan, Koshu Yehudan, how do we know that anything, even the smallest thing that's woven, could be makabel tuma? From the tzitz, which is the headplate worn by the kohen gadol, since it's considered one of the big day kahuna, it's part of his begadim. It could be makabel Amr Abay told him that tzitz arigu that tzitz wasn't woven. V'hatanya we have a brisa. Sitz in That was a plate of gold, and it was two finger breaths wide. It went from one ear to another on the kain gadol. The kus of oliven was written on it, the base sheetin in two separate lines. Yud lamala. The top line said the shame yud The kaidish lamid and the word kaidish, and then the letter lamid lamata on the bottom line. Rashi just explains that the reason why it had in two separate lines is because the name of Hashem has to go first, and then kaidish lamid goes underneath. But it's really meant to be read from bottom to top, Kodesh Hashem. And Vam Rebbe Lezbireb Yesi, Rebbe argues, he says, Ani receive I saw the tzitz in Rome. The Gemara in tells us of a fascinating story how Rebbe Lezbireb was allowed into the Vatican in Rome to take anything he wanted and he saw the tzitz there. because the of, and it said, Kodesh Shem Bashita Achas, Kodesh Hashem in one line. But either which way, we see that the tzitz wasn't woven. It was made out of a plate of gold. So how can we learn that even the smallest thing that's woven is gonna be Makabotoma. So we say you're right. Kisalik Ravdimi Linarda, Ravdimi ended up leaving Pumpadisa and going to the Yeshivanarda. Shalaklhu, so he sent back to the Yeshivan Pumpadisa. Dvarm Shamatial that which I told you previously, Tozehein Biyadi. I was mistaken. Baram, the truth is, this is what they said in Rabbichan's name. Minaila Shu How do we know that even the smallest ornament could be Makabotoma? Meet That we learned from the tzitz, which was very small. And Minaila Ari calls how do I know that? That even the smallest woven thing could be toma may oi beged from the pasuk oi beged the pasuk tells us about different types of clothing and cloth that could be mikabaltoma and it uses the word oi a number of times or this or that so we learn from that that extra word of oi that even a very very small woven thing could be mikabaltoma tunrab to the breast tells us Aurig tame. even the smallest woven thing can be makabotoma. Vitachshit tame. the smallest ornament can be makabotoma. Aurig vitachshit tame. something that's partly woven and partly an ornament, so it's not really anything. Nonetheless, it can be makabotoma. And misef sak a la beged, sak, which is sackcloth, which is usually woven out of goat's hair, has something over a beged, a garment, which is usually woven out of regular fibers. As shetame mishum aurig, sak can be makabotoma because of something that's woven, Again, the Gemara tomorrow is going to discuss this. And Amar Rava, Rava says, Something that's woven, even if it's small, we learn that out from like we just mentioned. How do we know that a small ornament can be Like we said previously. Something that's partly woven, partly an ornament, even if it's very small, can be How do we know this? From the Pesach, all-fashioned vessels. The word "kol" is extra, all-fashioned vessels, and that teaches us even something very small that's partly woven, partly an ornament. One of the asked Rava, "That pasuk kol klimaisa' is talking about midyan, and the pasuk of midyan was talking about that everything that they captured in the war was tame mace. So the question being asked on Rava is perhaps the only type of tuma that could apply to this partly woven. Partly ornamental thing is something that's a Tame Mace, which is a very strict type of Tama. But perhaps if a sherets, a dead sherets, falls on it, it's not going to be Makabo Tama. So Reverie spawns gamar Kli Kli Mehasam. We learn Kli Kli from there. It says Kli by Midyan, which is talking about Tame Mace, and it says Kli by Tame Sherets. And we say, just like by Tame Mace, this thing can be Makabo Tama, so too it can be Tama of Tama sheretz. Everyone should have a fantastic day.